clothes on and get ready for an amazing new episode. What is up guys? Welcome back to White Coats Podcast. Today it is the first episode of our second season. We've been working on this podcast for about a month and it's going really strong. Today we're going to be talking about your oral health effects on your medical health. Can your oral health lead to diseases? Can your oral health lead to medical defects? That's what we're going to be unpacking today. So we're going to be asking each other questions. Uh, one person is going to ask a question, the other person is going to respond. We have like about seven, seven good questions today just to break down everything that you would ever need to know about your oral health effects on medical health. Awesome. Nice intro, Lauren. Thank you. Um, okay, I'll be starting off asking the first question. Uh, why don't you give us a little intro on what oral health is all about? Okay, so oral health is just the maintenance of healthy and clean teeth and gums. So a lot of people brush their teeth. No, you gotta floss. You have to take care of your gums That's as right. well. That's you need right. to you need to maintain both your teeth and gums. So just here's some stats just to show you how important it is and how people are really neglecting their oral health. So 60 to 90 percent of school age children, so like from five until 20 ish. Um, have at least one dental cavity right now. And then almost 100% of adults currently have a dental cavity. So wow, that's like almost that's everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a, a and even word. the people that brush their teeth, they can still get cavities because they're not doing all of the things that they can. And we're going to break that down a little bit today, but we'll go more into depth next episode as well. Mm-hmm. So, Ariel, I have a question for you. What are some symptoms of dental and oral problems? Excellent question. So, some symptoms may include anything from an ulcer, sore, and then also tender areas in the mouth. Typically, that lasts two or more weeks. You could get some bleeding or swollen gums, chronic bad breath, also sudden sensitivity to hot and cold temperatures or beverages. So, if you're drinking really, really cold water or really hot coffee and you have like that sensitivity in your teeth you can also get loose teeth receding gums you can also get pain with chewing or biting and then clicking and popping of Mm. the jaw i've had that one before because i i have issues with tmj and i've had my jaw like lock in place and it pop it pops it does not feel good also something important to note that i'm glad you mentioned is the sudden sensitivity to hot and cold temperatures Mm -hmm. Also, how when you have ulcers and sores, they last more than two weeks. So some people have like canker sores and stuff and they last like a week. That's not- That's normal. Yeah, that's not a symptom of an oral problem. Um, and then also, if you're sensitive to hot and cold things all the time, it's it's not a problem if, exactly. if like you're right now, right? If it's all of a sudden and it's not normal, then that's when it's an issue. Right, and then the chronic bad breath that's something chronic would be going on for a while not just yeah you had for a couple days and if you don't brush your teeth your breath is going to smell bad yeah if you have morning breath coffee breath it's going to smell bad exactly and um obviously if like for someone younger that's losing their teeth Mm -hmm. and their primary teeth are coming in that's of course that is normal but if you've had your permanent teeth Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it's it suddenly gets loose then there's a problem. Yeah. Okay, question number three. 
How does oral health connect to medical diseases and which medical diseases? Okay, so your oral health actually has a pretty direct correlation and sometimes causation to medical diseases. So for example, endocarditis, that is an infection of the inner lining of the heart chambers or valves. And this occurs when bacteria or any other germs from another part of your body, such as the mouth, this is when you have oral problems, so specifically from the teeth or gums or whatever, spreads through your bloodstream and then attaches to certain areas in the heart. And this is very, very dangerous. Another um, thing relating to the heart, relating to blood, is called it's blood clotting i'm sure you guys have heard this before but if you don't know what this is this is a process in your body which is called positive feedback where your body kind of reacts to you bleeding like when you get a cut and it makes you bleed even more and it clots your blood so that it stops your bleeding and it's a positive reaction because it's making you bleed more but in actuality it's gonna stop, stop the bleeding, bleeding in the long yeah. run so research suggests that oral bacteria can cause inflammation and infections and this leads to major blood clotting right if you get a cut you want you want your blood to clot so that you're not just bleeding everywhere from a little cut but this can be really dangerous if it's happening in the arteries if your blood is clotting in the arteries you're Blood can't get through and it can't fuel the rest of your body with the oxygen that it needs. And so your heart is going to keep pumping out blood. And because it's not getting through, it's going to keep pumping, pumping, pumping. And this really puts so much stress on your heart. That's what a heart attack is. And then also any um, major blood clotting in the brain, this can lead to a stroke. Next medical issue is actually pneumonia. Certain bacteria found in the mouth can spread to the lungs and cause respiratory diseases like pneumonia. And then you also can have pregnancy, birth complications, and infertility. So periodontitis, wow. which Ariel, I think is gonna to touch on later, has been linked to premature birth and low birth weight. So that's something really important is if you're pregnant, you're carrying a fetus inside of you. Yeah. You have a responsibility to take care of yourself so that they don't have complications. 100%. So then there's four more that are, there's correlations to them and research suggests it, but it's not necessarily a direct causation. So for diabetes, this is type one and type two diabetics. They're susceptible to infection, which can lead to periodontitis, and blood sugar levels can worsen with gum disease as well. Next, you have HIV and AIDS. Oral problems like painful mucosal lesions are common in people who have HIV and AIDS. Next, we have osteoporosis, which is a bone-weakening disease. It's linked with periodontal bone and or tooth loss. Um, also, this works the other way because treatment drugs for osteoporosis can risk damage to your jawbone, which is crazy because your jawbone is so strong. Yeah, but, extremely strong. But some of these treatments can have horrible side effects, including damage to that. Last one we have, last correlation we have is dementia and Alzheimer's. Now, substances released from the gums that are inflamed by infection um, can spread to the nerve channels or enter the bloodstream, which kills brain cells and can lead to memory loss. So this could actually worsen dementia. It will not give you dementia or Alzheimer's because those are uh, genetic inherited diseases, but it can definitely contribute to it. And there is for sure a correlation there. Very so, interesting. Yeah. Um, wow. That's, that's like a lot to take in. Yeah. 
And that's like every health, major health issue that yeah, we know these about. Are major, Diabetes, exactly. stroke, heart attacks, and your oral health contributes to all of these. Exactly, which is why it's so important to not dismiss your oral health and, yeah, and of course. diminish it because the medical health is more important because mm-hmm. after all this, we can see that it does have a huge effect almost causation and it's really really important to always be on top of your oral health and uh, i think this was a really very well explained line thank thank you you. thank you and for anybody that says dentists don't save lives i mean maybe (laughs) this convinces you maybe it does okay ariel this is another major issue oral cancer what is that what are the stages what does the treatment look like okay so oral cancer which is also referred to as mouth cancer includes cancer of the gums tongue lips cheek the floor of the mouth and the hard and soft palate Mm. so if you're confused about what the hard and soft palate is what you can do is actually place your tongue in the roof of your mouth which is your palate towards your teeth and towards the rugae which Mm -hmm. is like kind of the grooves at the top of your palate and that's hard yeah that's the hard palate uh if you move towards the rear part of the mouth that's considered the soft palate yeah i can feel with my tongue that it's like hard and soft yeah. the difference yeah. exactly so that's a quick rundown 50,000 americans are predicted to be diagnosed with oral cancer this year wow. which is an insane statistic a lot of people okay. yes um, symptoms of oral cancer include mouth pain ear pain difficulty or pain swallowing growth or lumps inside the mouth loose teeth white or reddish patches on the inside of your mouth lips or mouth sores that does not heal just to go back to the ear pain some people say how does oral cancer affect your ear actually the nerves supplying the ear and jaw joint are interconnected so this is why you might get some ear pain mm-hmm. and also, i've actually yeah. had experience with that because i used to have chronic headaches and i went to a neurologist turns out i had tmj and then they asked me they said do you have an ear infection they said are you having any ear pain and i actually was and so that just shows how literally everything is connected and maybe if you're right now having ear pain this can be a symptom of bad oral hygiene so can you talk about the stages of yeah. oral cancer? Um, so just like in other types of cancers, oral cancer does have four stages. Okay. It starts off stage one, the tumor being two centimeters or smaller, uh, and the cancer has not spread to the lymph nodes. Okay. We go to stage two, the tumor is two to four centimeters, and still cancer has not spread to the lymph nodes. Uh, then once we move to stage three, the tumor is either larger than four centimeters and has not spread to the lymph nodes or is any size and has spread to one lymph node. Fourth and final stage, tumors are any size and cancer cells has spread to nearby tissues, lymph nodes, or other parts of the body. So as we know, cancer can spread and can spread very quickly. Just like in any part of the body, the oral cancer can start off in your mouth and move to anywhere in in your body and just something to note if you guys don't know when it comes to cancer stages four is the most severe but it's also interesting because i didn't know that stages of cancer had specific parameters like oh this tumor being this size is this stage i didn't know that Um, so that's really that's really interesting yeah very interesting and last part about oral cancers is the treatment Mm -hmm. so 
Treatment may include surgery, radiation, which can actually lead to sore throat or mouth, tooth decay, nausea, and vomiting, and other symptoms, but another treatment would be chemotherapy and targeted therapy. And that's actually interesting about the radiation because the radiation can can um, weaken the cancer, but it can lead to a sore throat or like mouth or tooth decay. So it's really it's really important. Anytime you're getting a medication for anything, educate yourself. Right, you have to know what you're getting into before you're treating any medical Definitely. issue that you may have. Very very important. Uh, next question. Okay nutritional effects on oral health give us give us a rundown on that there's a bi-directional relationship between your oral health and your nutrition so your not only does your oral health affect your nutrition but your nutrition can affect your oral health so the first way is your oral so it's a two-way street yeah two-way street two-way bi-directional relationship right. if you want to sound smart so your oral <laughs> health affects Um, your nutrient consumption and then the other way is that your nutrition affects how healthy the tissues in your mouth are now at first when we heard tissues we thought it was only hard surfaces like teeth but this could also include things like your gums tongue whatever it is right um like pretty much any any surface or structure in your mouth so one example of this is high sugar consumption can lead to dental cavities Now, to just go into this a little more, foods containing high levels of starches or sugar, things like candy or fruits with a lot of fructose, they produce high levels of acids. Another example besides candy or fruit is lemon. Lemon has a lot of acids, and these acids can erode and weaken the enamel in your teeth and eventually cause tooth decay. So I have a really good story about this. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually was able to see a patient that had severe tooth decay and erosion Mm -hmm. due to lemons. So they would actually be just eating lemons like multiple times a day. (laughs) Interesting. Like biting on a lemon Mm -hmm. wedge. And of course, one time won't do anything. But if you constantly do it and you do it daily, it does have a significant effect on your teeth. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, anything in excess is just not good for you. Yeah. But this this is really interesting because diabetes, type two diabetes specifically, it has a lot to do with with your with your diet and exercise. And so, not only if you have bad nutrition can it lead you to type two diabetes. It's not the only cause, but one of them. However, like it can also affect your teeth directly. And then if you have bad nutrition, it can lead you to diabetes, which also affects your oral health. Long story short, take care of your teeth, take care of your oral health. So Arielle, what are the different types of dental diseases? Okay, so I'm gonna start off with the more basic ones Mm -hmm. and then go into more severe ones. So. Uh, number one would be a cracked or broken tooth. Pretty self-explanatory. You have a chip in your tooth. Okay. Um, moving on to a cavity. A cavity, um, I think many people have heard of but don't exactly know yeah, what I, it is. I don't know. So a cavity is a permanently damaged area in the tooth that develops into a tiny hole or multiple tiny holes. Mm. Uh, and this is why... Uh, when you go to the dentist, if you have a cavity, yeah. they may need to drill out and remove the infection and they fill it mm. because it is a, it's a tiny hole. Yeah. Next, uh, sensitive teeth. 
this would include pain or discomfort in the teeth as a response to certain stimuli, including hot and cold temperatures, which we discussed uh, a little earlier. Next, uh, gingivitis, which is a, a form of gum disease, and it is inflammation of the gums. Mm, cool name. Yeah. <laughs> gingivitis. Ging- well, gingiva is your gums, mm. and itis, like arthritis. Right. Um, like disease, inflammation. Oh, yeah, in- inflammation. Inflammation of. I see. Um, so arthritis is inflammation of the joints. I see. Then we move on to the last one, which is periodontitis, a serious gum infection that damages the gums and can destroy the jawbone. Wow. So it is also a type of gum disease like gingivitis, but periodontitis is a little more severe because it moves not only just the gums, but affects the jawbone as well, which you would think maybe not the most common. In reality, these are very very common. Yeah. So yeah, last question for you, Lauren, to wrap up this episode. Okay, let's hear it. How can all of our viewers learn how to maintain our oral health? Okay, so there's quite a few things that you can do. Number one is brushing your teeth with a fluoride toothpaste at least two times a day. Now, I'll get in later to what fluoride is and what why is it important for your teeth, but that's number one. Next is flossing your teeth at least one time a day, decreasing sugar intake and also acidic food intake. Um, avoiding any tobacco products is gonna do a lot of harm to your teeth. And then drinking fluoridated water. So this pretty much fluoridated water, water with fluoride. So fluoride contributes to the mineralization of your bones and your teeth, specifically we're talking about oral health. And mineralization is a process that keeps your teeth and your bones hard and strong. Uh, This is really important for your teeth so that you can chew, so that you can function, talk, all that stuff. And so also one of the most important things you can do is go to your dentist regularly every few months. Also, if any issues come up, contact your dentist, go check it out, make sure everything's all set. Thank you so much, Lauren, for that quick uh, summary of how to maintain Mm -hmm. oral health. We will be talking about that more in detail in our next episode. Season two, episode two. Exactly. So stay stay tuned tuned for that. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you on the next one. See ya.